made a really awesome decision today and listened to the Pastors of Pain podcast here at Pete FM in Stillwater, America. Father Kerry Wakulich here, the pastor of St. John Catholic Student Center. Currently just a, um, a mud hole. Well, not really a mud hole, a pile of dirt with a bunch of child envious Tonka toys that move around that dig big holes and stuff like that and a bunch of equipment. Uh, so I'm, I'm the pastor of St. John Catholic Student Center. I'm here with my sidekick, Father Brian O'Brien. Father O'Brien? Father, Father O'Brien? That's right. Father Brian O'Brien and, and I are not in the same studio today. He is in another studio, which is his car, driving uh, to um, somewhere, somewhere he's out, he's out doing priest stuff uh, today, and he couldn't be here. So, <laughs> I have a great treat for you all. I know, I know. Uh, after our Advent um, sort of come to Jesus podcast last week of not celebrating Christmas way too early, that was not last week, that was a couple weeks ago. Wow, time flies. Anyway, uh, I, um, I, since Father O'Brien couldn't be here, uh, I brought uh, some special guests. Now, the last time I had special guests in the studio of more than, more than one, it turned into absolute mayhem. Don, our new producer, wasn't here, but it was uh, myself and Gretchen and Alicia and who else, Lauren? Robert Williams. Oh, yes, and our seminarian, Robert Williams, who lives uh, um, in, um, in Rome right now. And it turned into absolute mayhem in about three seconds. Uh, so we're going to try to keep uh, this really restrained. Uh, and, and really, I think today, uh, with both Lauren and Taylor and Matt, who work on the development staff at St. John Catholic Student Center, we're gonna, we're, well, I think we're, we're going to talk about like how the church shares the gospel. Yeah, yeah, we we know that the church shares the gospel by like proclamation. We talked about the charisma on previous occasions. And there's this how. Uh, a, a bishop said to me one time he said uh, uh you know, just remember this, Carrie. If there's no money, there's no mission. There's no money, there's no mission. And so I, I've had that sort of like in the back of my mind. And so I, I brought Matt Bond, who's our director of development at St. John Catholic Student Center. Uh, Lauren Lacey, who's our assistant director of development. And Taylor Uribe, also known as Taylor Akins, as uh, she's she's uh, has a small baby in her in her womb right now. And uh, she is our uh, on our development staff as well. And also does all our communication and all that fun stuff, right? Isn't that right, Taylor? That's correct. Wow. You okay. got my name right for the first time in a few years. That is true. I, uh, I, I corrected myself. My name is not Uribe. Uh, so Matt, Matt Bond and, uh, and I are going to sort of bounce this uh, conversation around. And I, and I hope you all enjoy it. Uh, and, and Lauren and Taylor are going to dive in, um, in in components. So... Matt, how long have you been working at St. John? Yeah, I've been, I guess, almost six years. December 5th will be the start of the sixth year, yeah. Six years? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Matt, uh, you, you came on during the uh, sort of exchange between St. Francis, uh, Xavier, New Catholic Church being built, right? Right, absolutely. It was, it was a unique time because 
Uh, you hired me to come in to raise the funds to run the student center, knowing that in the near future, those who gave in the collection, the the permanent parishioners of Stillwater, were going to go over to St. Francis. So I was tasked with the, the fun job of figuring out how to still fund the mission that was going on at St. John. And what did you find out on your like seventh day of work? Actually, it was my third day of work oh, over I'm sorry. breakfast. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, both. Uh, that I, I don't know that number, and I'm sorry that on your third day of work you got tasked with a monumental Yeah, I, you you took me to breakfast with a guy by the name of Denny and Ooh, said, yes, uh, oh, hey, by the way, um, not only do you need to fund the operations for the student center, but you also are going to run a capital campaign to build a new church. We said that on your third day of work? My third day of work. Oh. If I would have known what that meant, my third day of work, I, I may have uh, not turned quit. in my resignation. <laughs> not <laughs> quit your for... other job. You're like, go back and be like, you're still hiring? <laughs> <laughs> and so so Matt, Matt came on at St. John to help uh, fund the new St. John Catholic Student Center to, to, to run it, uh, to help it with its daily to, day, day-to-day operations. Uh, because you know, as uh, as that bishop said, if there's no money, there's no mission. So we St. John Catholic students are well, like uh, of locations at OSU. Do you think it's like the best, some some kind of the best, okay, or poor choice of location? I think it's one of the best places we could possibly be at. I mean, as you say it all the time, what other place on campus that's that's free to, or or open to public to buy? Can you have 40,000 people walk by eight times out of the year, right. plus multiple game days? I mean, we have hundreds of thousands of people who could potentially walk by every year. What, what, did, what, did it, uh, what do you think it means? Like, you were a college student at OSU. All, actually, I'm the only non-OSU alumni who is on this pod, Taylor, Lauren, and Matt are all OSU alums. What, what did it mean? What does it mean to have, like— a church on the corner next to Boone Pickens Stadium. I think it's it's a huge deal. It shows that our faith is alive. That it means something. That that it's important to uh, that it's important to our lives, to campus, to the students, to to everybody who comes in and out. It shows the importance of what what it means. What 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 means? What it means to be Catholic. What it means to be a part of this one faith. Huh. Okay, and, and so you, you think that that intersection is super important for evangelization to showing that God is still present in the world. Oh, I think it's paramount. I think it's an exclamation point on this evangelization that we can show uh, the world Catholicism, or at least the world as it comes to Oklahoma State University. Okay, because yeah, a whole section there, actually, you know, before Father Pribble bought it all, it was just a bunch of old houses. Uh, Scholars Inn was there, which I always thought the Scholars Inn was uh, was a bar, uh, the way people used to describe it. Uh, that little the section of uh, of uh, Stillwater, and so when Father Pribble bought it, it was there was nothing there, and so Father Pribble had this vision that the best place to build a church to share the gospel with Oklahoma State University, the college students, and anybody walking by was. 201 North Knobloch. Okay, so, uh, Lauren, well, I'm, I'm, I, I, you're a recent grad, and you, you I mean, Matt, Matt went to college at St. John and 
you know, never really came back. What is it? What does it mean to to be building a new Catholic church and student center on the corner of Miller Knobloch, right next to campus for especially for college students? You're you're young. <laughs> Thank you. I am young still. Um, I think that kind of Matt Matt said it perfectly, but I think that it means a great deal. Um, you know, I was involved in a lot of things in college. I was involved in a sorority and we see all these big, beautiful Greek houses going up and all these different athletic buildings. And I think that, you know, that shows what's important. And so I think that it's phenomenal that at the same time, all those things are going up. Um, we need a new, huge, big, beautiful church um, because that is still important as well. And that's important to our college kids. We see, you know, 700 kids come to mass in a weekend and that shows that the faith is alive and the faith is young and that, you know, it's just as important as big old boom picking stadium and, and Greek houses and anything like that. And even more so to our students. Wow. Great words. Thank you. We'll come back to Taylor in a second. I'm going to, I'm going to pick her brain. I'm going to get a little mind rolling over there, but it's what, what we're doing uh, here in Stillwater, you know, with father O'Brien, uh, his parish at St. Francis Xavier, you know, how did St. Francis Xavier end up from Spain to dying off the coast of China? And how do you think he ended up there, Matt? I have no idea. You have no idea? I have no idea, yeah. What, what, did, he, um, did he get in a phone booth? Either A, did he get in a phone booth <laughs> and transport like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? You remember that movie? I do remember that movie. Uh, did he either? Party time. Yeah, party time. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, yeah. wait, no, 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 no. That was Wayne's World. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, you I totally it. disappointed me. <laughs> I thought we were one there for a minute, and now we are not. Uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure was they had this... Um, uh, they had this phone booth that would travel back in time. And that's that's not how St. Francis Xavier got I'm going to guess no. Okay. Um, do you know, he got there either B, on a kite. I'm going to guess no on that one as well. Um, C, on a boat. That, I think, is the winner, winner, chicken dinner. Re- okay. And so the, the, this, the, the faith that we have that we're building here in Stillwater um, – it has it has its origins like way back in church history. It doesn't. It's not just like oh yeah, we just build churches and and sort of put them on corners uh, uh, of cities. They're they're meant to be built to uh, evangelize, and that that's what Francis Xavier, who we named this church after over here, uh, oh that's what he did. Like he he was a well, there's a, a stained glass window at St. Francis Xavier in Tulsa, and it says the pleasure-loving college student Francis. And then it shows in the windows the conversion of Francis Xavier as a young sort of knuckle-headed college student in Spain and then meeting Ignatius of Loyola and then going out on mission, uh, going out on mission to share the gospel of Jesus Christ throughout the world. And, and so that, that's actually connected. Have you ever read the, any of y'all ever read the Acts of the Apostles? Uh, you could say yes. Uh, yeah, it, you, well, you said you said where, Lauren? You, I said I hear it in mass. You hear it in mass. When do you hear the Acts of the Apostles? Does anybody know? Uh oh, TikTok, TikTok. Don, you've been Catholic all your life. Uh, 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 Taylor, Taylor's been Catholic, and she's a, she's got opinions. What do, when do you think? Either, here, let me give you two. Let me give you. You either hear it a 
in Lent. B, from the first to the 15th weeks in ordinary time, or C, Easter. Which one do you hear? The Acts of the Apostles. You gonna take B? I'm gonna say B as well. You gonna say B? What was B? Because I made all three of them up. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, no, first it's, fifteen it's, weeks of ordinary I, time. I, I, I totally guessed that. No, it's C. It's Easter. It's the Easter readings are the Acts of the Apostles, uh, of sending out like the adventures of 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 Paul and Timothy, of Mark, um, and the, them going out to all these parts of. Um, of the world, it, it's um, it's very similar to. Uh, uh, have you ever read the Iliad? No, Lauren, you've read the Iliad. All of it or bits and pieces? We had to read bits and pieces in school. I mean, how much I paid attention. Uh. Yeah, that, we used to. Uh, there's this uh, buddy of mine in seminary. We would have these long road trips from. Uh, I would go to Wisconsin with him every year during Thanksgiving, which Thanksgiving is coming up, <laughs> and we would just take an audio book. And listen to it the whole time. And so we on two road trips we listened to listened to did we listen we uh, entertained ourselves with the Iliad and the Odyssey. First the Iliad and then the Odyssey. And what was it? It was this, you know, fair winged Odysseus going to these little places, these little islands. And if you ever read the Acts of the Apostles, what's the Acts of the Apostles? The Acts of the Apostles is Paul going to all of these little places to share the gospel. I mean, uh, uh, St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians. Ephesians is to the town of Ephesia. Uh, Ephesus. Ephesus. Here, let me let me let me get let me do them backwards. The town of Thessalonica. St. Paul wrote the letter to the Thessalonians. Yeah, Woo! woohoo! He wrote the letter to the Thessalonians. The town of Thessalonica is still there. Uh, St. Paul's letter to the. Philippians is to the town of Philippi. And so he, he went on all these like little adventures. But how did he get there? Matt, how do you think he got there? How do you think St. Francis Xavier got across the ocean? I'm again saying a boat. He, he got there on a boat. Do boats pay for themselves? They don't. They don't. You've got to pay your way. you got to buy a ticket. you got to pay the the captain however they did it back in the olden times <laughs> how do you think they did it like like titanic steamers uh, sort of thing or <laughs> by wind by wind wind and rowing probably yeah. a little combo uh, so how, how do you think like I, what do you think about the the, the church's needs then uh, so the gospel gets around the world it gets it you know is handed on to us. Like, um, Taylor, who taught you your Catholic faith? My parents, and my parents learned from their parents, and their parents learned from their parents, and so well, on and so forth. But where, where did, like, your maiden name is Uribe. Where does Uribe come from? Um, I, I'm Spanish Basque, so. Spanish Basque? And how did you end up in California? Um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, a, f- a phone book? Did you <laughs> come Somehow over? we got here. I don't know. We just. Somehow? Somehow? Somehow. Yeah, I mean, most people get here like on ships. Like my grandparents came through Ellis Island on a boat from um, Ukraine. Well, not directly from Ukraine, um, but that's how that's how people get places. They they get here by by transport, a- and the gospel, as we're sending it out, the gospel has to have um, 
help to go. Uh, so what what is like when you when you talk to people about helping support the mission of the church, uh, how, how do you, uh, Matt Bond, how do you connect them with the good news of the gospel? Say it again, Father. I'm, I'm a little confused at what you're okay, asking. Okay, so, so people, you want them to help support the church because the church has a mission to evangelize. Mm-hmm. Right. And it can't do this mission without support, financial support. As right. St. Paul St. Paul didn't get around to the town of Thessalonica on his good looks and charm. I mean, I, I got nowhere on my good looks and charm. How, how, do, how, do we, how do we help people understand the mission of sharing the gospel and helping people financially to do it? I mean, I think it's by invitation. You invite them to join. You invite them to remember what it was like to be in that ministry, if, in, for instance, St. John, remind him what it was like to be at OSU. Remind him what it was like to be uh, a part of, of something in need, of, of something greater than themselves. And I think that's a, a very important piece to be made here is to people are desiring to do great things in their life. They want to matter. They want to mean something when their time comes. And I think through, through sharing your mission we have an amazing opportunity in our Catholic faith. We believe in it so much and we're so passionate about it that we can invite people to join this mission, to be greater, something greater than themselves. So to help that mission move forward and change the world and make an impact. Okay. What, what do you think they told Boone Pickens when they were building Boone Pickens Stadium? I think with Boone Pickens, it was a conversation about we want to take a program and turn it to the best program in the in the country. They wanted to take the football program, for instance, and turn it into the greatest coll- collegiate football program in the country. And they went to him and said, hey, this is what it takes in order for us to build this or to, to do this. And one of the most important things is to take our dilapidated Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, what was, what was the name of the stadium before? You? It was the... Uh, it wasn't Owen Field, Matt Bond. It wasn't I, Owen Field. I just saw you else. said Owen Field? Yeah, no, I can't was. remember what it was called before Boone Pickens. <gasps> whoa. Uh, You're o- all you are OSU alums? It's been so long. Matt almost said Owen Field. That's Norman, <laughs> Matt Bond. I was I not going to say I, Owen Field. I read your soul. <laughs> okay, so... But, but they came and they said, hey, in order for us to, to turn the program into what it needs to be, one of the biggest things is we need a new stadium. We need to take our dilapidated stadium, stadium, the rust bucket, and turn it into what it is today, the beautiful Boone Pickens Stadium. And, and that, that's all they said to him? I mean, what makes a man want to give a lot of, lot of money to the mission of OSU? Again, it's back to this making a difference, making your stamp on the world. They gave him the opportunity to, to do something greater than himself. To, when, he, when he dies, he's left behind a legacy that only he could leave, leave behind. And I'm sure that was a piece of what was told in, in the conversation. So when, when they're, they're out there looking at Lewis Field, 
Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> you could have helped out a little while ago whenever I was struggling. Well, that was a, you know, and you put Owen Field into I my I know. Mouth. I put Owen Field into your head. But, you know, when we – Lewis Field, when, when they were looking out the window at Lewis Field and they say, we can do something really incredible here. Yeah. We can do something beyond most people's wildest dreams. I go, when my, my, my best buddy Chuck came back – uh, from uh, he had, he hadn't been in Stillwater in twenty years when he graduated, and he came back a couple months ago, and he looked at Boone Pickens Stadium and went, "What is that?" He's like, "That's not Lewis Field," but th- th- that's what it is. It's mm-hmm. people have this vision and they have this excitement and they say, "We want to share the good news of Oklahoma State University with." Thousands of people, not just thousands of people, 10,000 people. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we had that game against, um, who did we play that we beat the snot out of them? I can't remember. That's what we've been doing all season. It wasn't KU because um, KU had played Texas and Texas lost. It wasn't OU because OU lost to Baylor. Um, what was the the blackout game, uh, Lauren, that we went to? Um, it was TCU. Oh yes, TCU. Yeah, TCU. When we put a Kicked thumping, them. when we put a thumping on the horn frogs of, of TCU, and, and so when people are showing up to Boone Pickens Stadium, like that stadium was, it wasn't kind of full, it wasn't majority full, it was super full. There were people everywhere because our church is right next to him, so you see him going in and out. I I I think this is. This is what we're we're willing to do in in the in the mission of sort of the collegiate life is we look at these programs and we say these programs in order for them as you said they, do people want to do boring things or excellent things Matt excellent things why do you they want to do excellent things I mean I already asked you you said they want to leave a mark but it's yeah. really in them like to people, do excellent stuff yeah. yeah yeah I mean why why else would you do anything if you're not going to do it excellently why do it mm-hmm so they, they just look out and say, we want to make Oklahoma State University the best college in the country. We want to make it the best engineering school and the best teacher preparation school and the best you know fill-in-the-blank school in America. And we want to have the best football program. And this is the mission of the church. The mission of the church is like, we have the best thing, which is Jesus and his sacraments and the church. And what do we want to do with this? We don't want to just like keep it in our pockets, you know, like a walnut or a pocket knife. I don't know why I said walnut, but I got a pocket <laughs> knife and a walnut in my pocket. Both of them, are, both of them. Are, I just tapped them both. And or a rosary. We don't just like keep our rosaries in our pocket. We we don't want to keep as the, as the as the parable says. You know, the the the. It's not supposed to be just kept under a bushel basket. It's supposed to what? You're supposed to illuminate the room and illuminate the world. And that's the passion, St. Francis Xavier. Uh, when you were when you were 25, were you willing to get on a ship to go to the middle of nowhere? No, I didn't even know what way was up when I was 25. Really? I had no direction. You had no direction. I had no 20? direction at 25. Yeah. What? Sandy didn't put the put the hammer down. It on came you? later. That came. What what age did you get married? 24, almost 25. So we got married uh, three weeks before my 25th birthday. So whoa, it was coming real quick after we <laughs> after the honeymoon phase was over. 
Oh, okay. Well, some people know they're going to God's country. Taylor, when you came to Oklahoma State University, did you know you were going to God's country? Uh, no, but I decided I never wanted to leave. <laughs> oh, shit. Why did you decide you never wanted to leave? I'm from California. Enough said. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you found this place beautiful, and you love Stillwater, and now you're raising your family here, and you got married here, and your family is all moving here. And th- this, is the, this is the beauty of of this town and this college, God's country, as Tom Ritchie and Mary Ritchie always remind me. Father, are you glad you live in God's country? <laughs> but th- this, this is also what we're doing as a mission of St. Francis and St. John. Our mission is to evangelize. And does, you know, Father O'Brien said to Lauren the other day, what was the question he, what question he asked you? He said, does the, uh, the church ask for too much money? Was that, what was it? Oh, yeah. He said, he said, do you think the church asks for too much money? So, and did, no. <laughs> I, I, say, I say no, because, I mean, like, wh- what are we doing? We're building beautiful shrines and temples to the living God football, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> and beautiful things, they cost money. And, and uh, we're also building these beautiful buildings on campus. And the gospel needs help. And because you know, uh, the pillar uh, uh, article a couple weeks ago just talked about like the declining of the Christian life in America, and so we sent evangelists out. You know, Thomas went to India. Marco Polo found Catholics in India. And he was like, "How did you all get here?" And they said, "Well, Thomas the Apostle shared the gospel with us. Thomas the Apostle brought the Catholic faith to to India. You know, my family is from Ukraine and Russia." And St. Andrew brought the gospel to Russia and Ukraine. Uh, and so the, the, there was all this fundraising to get the gospel into the hands of people who didn't have it. Would you say, would you, Matt, would you say that, like, that we're, we're, we have the same gusto for evangelizing right now that we, we did you know, 2,000 years ago? I think in in parts and in times we do, and in parts and in times we we don't. I think, I think we have an opportunity now to have this zeal, especially on the campus of Oklahoma State University, to have this zeal of evangelization like we did back then. I think sometimes people, as you get older, it it dies down a little bit, and I think this age group is the age group to light the fire of evangelization again. Right, and I think they do. Yeah, and the reason why we built beautiful churches both here in Stillwater and around the world is because as evangelization grows, the faith gets fired up and ignited, and then people uh, people want to do what, Lauren? They, do they remember that? Remember the uh, Father Mike Schmidt's uh, video on uh, "Pray the Mass Like Ever Before"? What what did he say was like at the heart of worship? He said, at the heart of worship is sacrifice. Yeah, exactly. And so people want to, they want to enter into this holy sacrifice of the mass. They want to participate in this heavenly liturgy. And we need, we need beautiful churches to do that, to then fill the people with the, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ so that they can then go out and evangelize. They can go out and fulfill the mission that Jesus has left his church, which is to share the gospel. And so is, is fundraising, Matt, is it like one of the, you know, I mean, on the list, is it like down at like number 262 of things to do for the life of the church? Or is it, do you think, it, do you think it's in the top five? 
Uh, I, I, it's definitely in the top five. I think it's as important as mission. The reason for it is without fundraising, without some help for those performing mission, there is no mission. Without fundraising, there is no mission. If you have no mission, you have no evangelization. If you have no evangelization, you have no church. Oh, well, the church just sits there on a shelf somewhere, quiet and dormant. Mm-hmm. And there's mission. Yeah, like it becomes um, sort of a like a a fossil in a museum. Yeah, and that, that that's what um, I'm uh, I'm going on a pilgrimage to ours. Uh, France to the shrine of St. John Vianney in the month of December. And what I hear from people in Europe is like the churches, these beautiful, beautiful churches, they're starting to tear them down because there's no one to upkeep the churches. Lauren, do you want to say something? Well, I was thinking that's what happened when we went to Belgium. You know, it was beautiful, beautiful churches and, and no one was in them. Yeah. There was that, we were in Maastricht in the Netherlands with all those students. That lady started like crying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we, we came in and it was, I don't know, there were 15 of us. And um, we packed that church, a few, a few rows of it at least. And she just started crying because she said, I haven't seen so many young people in the church. Wow. So, uh, so you're out there listening and maybe you're on another planet. Uh, maybe uh, you're on a, a Mars rover riding around or you, you know, you're, you're on an uh, asteroid belt somewhere out there in the Andromeda galaxy, uh, or, or you're just, you're here in Payne County or around the United States and you're listening um, to this podcast and you're like, how can I help the church grow? Well, first go, go talk to your priest and be like, I want to help the church grow in my parish and in my local area. Um, how can I help the church grow? Um, like we have uh, missionaries from Focus. There's missionary groups all over the United States and even in Canada. Um, there are missionaries who live in, um, in, in the missions in Africa, in Central and South America, in Appalachia. Uh, they are all over the United States as missionaries. And they all need help to share the gospel, especially us here in Stillwater, America, St. Francis Xavier, St. John uh, Catholic Student Center. So as you're, uh, as you're coming to the uh, sort of, you know, the end of your year and you're thinking like, I got a ton of cash to give away or actually I want to make, I, I want to make a sacrifice to God. I want to give God some, some of my money. Um, talk to us. Uh, so I'm Kath, Father Carrie, Father Carrie Wakulich, pastor of St. John Catholic Student Center. Father O'Brien can't be here today. I'm here with my staff. Uh, remember, come to Stillwater and pray for us. Peace. <laughs>